Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, Please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, hello everyone. How are you doing? I'm hoping you had a great weekend. Spent some time with the family and got out and enjoyed this nice uh, weather that we're having right now. At least we are here in California. I guess next week there's supposed to be a big storm coming through here, but they always say that it never happens. But we'll just have to wait and see. Um, also, during this recording, if at any point in time you hear music that's not coming from me it's coming from a party next door so just wanted to give you a heads up so that way i'm not you know i get in trouble for it but today we're going to finish up our topic that we talked about last week which was diabetes and i got three things we're going to talk about today and we'll start from there so first we're going to talk about managing Diabetic neuropathy with type 2 diabetes. Nearly half of people with diabetes have nerve damage, known as diabetic neuropathy. This is especially true for those with type 2 diabetes, which is like most of us, as the prevalence of neuropathy is slightly higher than in people with type 1. You think that would be the other way around, but high blood pressure suspected to to be the cause of diabetic neuropathy can damage the nerves themselves or the blood vessels that supply the nerves with critical oxygen and nutrients explains uh, this doctor here he's an endocrinologist and he's the director of diabetes outpatient multiple types of neuropathy are associated with diabetes including peripheral sensory motor and autonomic Different types of neuropathies can cause different symptoms, and location of the neuropathy can also play a role in the symptoms. So how do we prevent diabetic neuropathy? Once the nerve is damaged, reversing that damage isn't possible. For that reason, this doctor emphasizes taking preventive measures to lower the chances of developing diabetic neuropathy in the first place. If you're on medication, to help manage type 2 diabetes, start by taking exactly as prescribed. Schedule regular checkups according to your doctor's advice and don't skip them. Report any changes in your health that develop between regular checkups. Now, this, with me, I, um, I'm checked every three months from my doctor. Then, look at lifestyle changes you may be able to make to help keep your blood sugar and blood pressure steady. In addition, too high blood sugar levels are more at risk for neuropathy. 
what you want is here's some recommendations one the doctor gives get regular exercise including both cardiovascular and resistant training stick to the healthy diet that includes fruits and vegetables that are high in fiber and healthy fats limit the amount of simple carbohydrates you consume cut way back on alcohol or stop drinking it altogether and quit smoking it as it has a negative impact on blood flow and getting nutrients and oxygen to each nerve. So now we're going to talk about treating diabetic neuropathy. Because there's no known cure for diabetic neuropathy, the best course of action is to find ways to treat the pain, manage other complications, and slow the progression of the nerve damage. Your treatment plan will depend on the specific complications you are experiencing. And talk to your doctor about which medication options would be best for you. Medication for diabetic neuropathy. These treatments work in three distinct ways. They slow the progression of nerve damage by controlling blood sugar. They relieve nerve pain. And they treat the other complications that can arise from neuropathy. According to the American Diabetes Association, the most common drugs prescribed to control blood sugar and help slow the progression are metformin, DPP-4 inhibitors. Uh, you've got a whole bunch of different ones here that I'll let you go ahead and take the time to look those over. Some of those I haven't even heard of before. I know I've heard of metformin, but that's about it. These drugs are all work to maintain healthy level of blood sugar. Options for treating diabetic neuropathy pain are available both over-the-counter and prescription. With over-the-counter, people sometimes find success with pain relievers such as ibuprofen. Although it's still important to talk to your doctors about how often and how much to take. That's what I started out with, ibuprofen, and I was getting to the point where I was just eating them like candy. I mean, you know, that, this is at the very beginning of when all my neuropathy started. And, you know, first you went from 600, then you went to 800, and then you were up in the thousands, you know, milligrams, just trying to stop the pain until I couldn't take it no more. You know, that had to have been hard on my stomach, but what I'm saying is the doctor from there took me and put me on Vicodin, which that was the same kind of issue I had in it didn't help. So I had to move on to the next one. And, and, you know, it just kept going until finally I'm at where I'm at right now. But I still have pain. It doesn't matter. Moving into prescription medications, two types have been found to help lessen discomfort and pain from diabetic neuropathy. The first are anti-seizure medications, also known as anticonvulsants, such as Neurotin or Horzant. Originally used to treat people with epilepsy, they have also been found to calm overactive nerves. Antidepressants can also be effective for easy mind to moderate nerve pain. Yeah, I already take those just for mental issues, so those don't work for me for that part of it. Um, medications for neuropathy complications. Depending on the type of neuropathy you have, you can also experience bladder and digestive issues, low blood sugar, and sexual dysfunction. Your doctor may prescribe medications that treat each of these complications. There are specific therapies for neuropathies, such as those that 
affect the gut and cause nausea and vomiting. To address issues with your libido or sexual function, your doctor may prescribe things and medications like Viagra and Cialis. Alright, surgery. Surgical intervention may be an option for neuropathy that has led to disformities of the foot or other joints. These surgeries can range from simple bunion surgery to complex foot reconstruction. There is also promising research around nerve decompression surgery to relieve pressure on the nerves. I think that's what I had. Yeah, it was something very similar to that. It says the nerve decompression in the legs reduced pain and significantly lowered the risk of ulcers and amputations. So yeah, that was very similar to what I had done with my legs. And again, like anything else, it's not 100%, but it has given me some relief from going from 10 to a 7 now. So in some aspects, that's good. So here's some alternative therapies that you um, can try out too to see if they work. I, again, I don't have any recommendations or anything, whatever works for you. Like I said so many times in the past, but I'm not a doctor, so... Again, you need to discuss everything that I'm talking about here with your doctor. But first, let's start out with biofeedback. According to Mather, the doctor that wrote this reference material, some data suggests that biofeedback, a way to learn to control your body's functions and med meditation techniques can improve neuropathy symptoms and help with pain management. Acupuncture, that's what I want to try. Acupuncture found that acupuncture significantly reduced pain in diabetic neuropathy patients who were treated once a week for 10 weeks. Meditation. In the same review, meditation was also found to help significantly reduce daily pain for at least 24 hours. Mmm, man. Uh, I don't know if any of you tried that out there. Maybe you can give us some of your success stories, but... I don't know how meditation can work at least up to 24 hours. I mean, you know, maybe a medication could help out a little bit, but meditation, I just, I haven't really gotten into that, so it's really hard for me to talk about because I don't have any experience with that working. Low-level laser therapy. Red light therapy involves shining a red light on painful areas to provide short-term relief. Now that, I just bought one the other day, and... I haven't tried it out yet, though, but I'm going to see how well that will work for me, too, if that works. But I'll let you know. Most of you have already probably tried it. You know, you got those boots that you can put on. Um, there's, also, there's a whole different array of different products you can buy with the red light. It's important to keep in mind that these treatments are considered complementary therapies, meaning... They should be used in conjunction with conventional methods such as medication and surgery if needed. As with any chronic condition, these medications and treatments aren't a replacement for your health care team. You should be seeing your primary care physician and an endocrinologist regularly to ensure your blood vessel sugar levels are under control. If you experience any new symptoms such as tingling or pain in your extremities, dizziness, diarrhea, constipation, sexual issues, or a cut or sore on your foot that won't heal, 
that's when you need to talk to your doctor. I notice that quite often um, when I end up with an injury, you know, a scrape or something like that. It takes a while for it to heal. Uh, even using, you know, products like Neosporin. So, yeah, just make sure you take care of those. Always examine your feet every night before you go to bed to make sure there's no sores or any issues down there because you, you won't be able to feel them with um, neuropathy. So this final um, reference material I have for you, it is 10 people who can help you manage your type 2 diabetes. So I'm going to um, be mentioning different doctors, therapists, you know, that can help you manage this. All right. You have figured out by now that managing type 2 diabetes means doing whatever you can to stabilize or lower the level of glucose in your blood. By building a diabetes-friendly diet, exercising regularly, taking any medications that prescribed, and following a glucose monitoring plan, and that's a lot to keep track of on your own. The good news is you don't have to do it alone. You can enlist a battery of professionals to show you how to get on track and stay there. Pro properly controlling diabetes pays off and how you feel today and in the future. It's important to note that who you see and how often may come down to your insurance coverage, which I, I haven't never really had any problems with any insurance um, companies. And then of course I, I'm on um, Medicare, but I haven't had any issues so far. So that, that's been real nice. I haven't really had to fight any anything that's going on. If you have questions about finding specialists in your area, you can tap into a few research, research tools. Place to begin is in the provider finder through your insurance character's website and app, which can identify those who are accepting new patients. So first we're going to start out with your primary care physician. This is the person you'll see for regular checkups. When it comes to diabetes, however, the PCP plays a critical role, central coordinator of your care. That means he or she will recommend that you see a specialist for specific issues that arise. Follow up to make sure that you've seen that person and understand what treatment you're being offered and help you adhere to your care plan. They should also keep a list of all the medications and supplements you are taking. Um, for myself, I have everything inside of one folder that I can take with me and have everything so I don't have to worry about, you know, forgetting something like reports from another doctor, um, you know, scans on the DVD, you know, those kind of things. So I make sure that I keep everything all together. And I also have a, um, I have all the business cards from all the doctors I've gone to. And I write on those what I've gone there to uh, be seen for. So it's a good idea to keep that in track too because they're always going to ask you. You know, like uh, with me, I haven't mentioned this yet, but I asked about getting the, um, the unit put in my back for the stimulator. And she's sending me to a specialist to see if I qualify. So hopefully... Hopefully I can get that in there and it will help with some of my lower back issues. Okay, the next specialist would be an endocrine.
endocrinologist to help with blood glucose management. This doctor treats diabetes and other diseases of the endocrine system and they can be especially important if your PCP does not work with many diabetes patients. This doctor will help you manage your blood sugar. They will access the need for a blood sugar lowering medication and determine the right medication and dose for you. As the American Medical Association notes, because many of these di diseases, including diabetes, are lifelong, endocrinologists may have long and close relationships with their patients. All right, number three, pharmacists to educate you on your medications. This professional can help you understand your medications and how they work. They can also check for medication interactions, which is especially important if you're taking multiple medications prescribed by more than one doctor. Pharmacists can help play an important role in your diabetes care. They have been shown to reduce the number of high and low blood sugar episodes, which not only benefits your health, but can save you money on your care too. Number four is a registered dietitian, neutralist to build a diabetes-friendly diet. A significant part of diabetes management is good nutrition. According to a consensus report published in 2019 in Diabetes Care, this involves knowing what to eat and avoid and how to fit in the foods you love while keeping your blood sugar in check. A registered dietitian can help you with this, in addition to helping you meet other health goal needs such as weight loss or improve blood pressure and cholesterol. Importantly, they can assist you in trying specific diet plans, which as the ketogenic diet or intermittent fasting in a safe way. Number five, certified diabetes care and education specialist. This certified healthcare professional will help you develop a diabetes plan as well as put your lifestyle changes into a practice. Not much information on them. I don't see, I've never dealt or had uh, used a certified diabetes care and education specialist. So uh, let's move on. Number six, dentist to monitor gum health. Care of teeth and gums is vital for everyone, but it's especially so if you have diabetes or any type of gum, gum disease. In fact, treatment for gum diseases may also improve blood sugar levels and control according to the organization. Talk to your dentist about how diabetes may affect your dental checkups. Number seven is a podiatrist. This one's very important. This particular uh, specializes, this practitioner specializes in problems in lower legs and feet and will help you watch for and care for any complications in your extremities. That's the one person that you really need to make sure you have on the list of doctors that you need to see regularly. Number eight is an ophthalmologist, and this is for uh, prevent eye diseases caused by diabetes. Your eye specialist will help you maintain healthy vision and monitor you for any complications caused by elevated or uncontrolled blood sugar 
So, number nine, your inner circle to support good habits. Let your loved ones know what's going on with your health to the degree you feel comfortable and how they can help you relieve the burden of diabetes diagnosis. You know, I could talk until I'm blue in the face to my family and nothing matters to them. Um, you know, I even gave them the announcement of what I'm going to try and they didn't care. So, and I'll let you know about that right now. Finally, number 10, support groups to share ideas on living with, living well with diabetes. Support groups, most of which are virtual right now, can connect you with your fellow people with diabetes who understand the struggles and challenges and can offer tips and strategies for a healthy life. All right, well, what I want to announce is I finally talked to my doctor, pain doctor, um, what was it, yesterday? And I asked them about the unit that they put on your spine to help control the pain. Well, he's going to send me to a specialist, so we'll go from there and I'll let you know. I don't know why he wouldn't let me have it, but we'll see. And maybe that's just another step towards me being relieved some, from some pain. I meant, like you all know, I've already had the leg surgery to open up the veins, but... You know, that only helps so much. I mean, nothing I feel in my mind is 100% going to be a cure. But, you know, if this brings me down from a 10 to a number 8 or, or 7 or 8, I'm fine with that. And give me a little bit more strength to walk. But I've gone over my time. That finishes this episode of Diabetes. Next week, we're going to be talking about a little bit more tougher subject in regards to opiates. And we're going to get and delve into it real deep. Plus many of the things that's going on with it right now. So, it's my hope you have a great week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being part of this podcast. And I'll talk to you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.